It all started as the landing gear was about to be lowered after a wide swing out over Lincoln Park, Michigan, on the last leg of the flight, which was about to land on Detroit Metro's longest northwest runway. Hirsch was first. He suddenly started gasping for air, then started kicking and flailing his arms as though he was being waterboarded. Moments later, Captain Carney went into his spasm and was turning blue in the face as he struggled desperately to control the plane which had nosed up and gone into a stall. Even as he felt something warm oozing down his neck, as the jet spiraled downward, he tried to do his job. Hirsch was unconscious, but still alive, when the 737 exploded in flames at the intersection of Southfield Road and I-94. There had been no distress call from Flight 3422. As news crews were racing to Allen Park, American National Flight 7904 was flying over Lake Erie on its way to Toronto with 170 passengers on board. The sky was blue, visibility was unobstructed, and winds were light and variable as Brewer and Ritter started their descent at 12.41 Eastern Standard Time. From the control tower, everything looked normal until just before touchdown when Flight 7904 from Cleveland suddenly started to roll left, then right. In the cockpit, co-pilot Ritter, who was bringing the plane in, had inexplicably jammed both feet into the rudders. Jesus, Tommy, what are you doing? Brewer screamed. Tommy was going into cardiac arrest. A rudder operates by redirecting fluid past the fuselage, creating a turning or yawing motion to a plane. The horrendous madroxapin reaction by Ritter just seconds before the wheels hit the runway resulted in a devastating ripple effect. The huge jet veered out of control toward the terminals as the right wing hit a marker beacon severing the wing's tip, starting a fatal chain reaction of events.